What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. Today, I sit down with Rich Baldwin, a painting contractor in Canada. He is bringing me uh, the problem of wanting to find the right people. So today, we hammer out not only just finding the right people, but attracting the right people. Awesome episode with Rich, and it starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, everyone? I'm here with Rich Baldwin, painting contractor out of Canada. He's here for a business breakthrough. You know this as a podcast listener. I'm going to start off with tell me what's going really well. Tell me an area that you uh, wish would be going a little bit better. Um, well, we we do really well with uh, kitchen cabinets and stuff. So I have a pretty good deal with a, a guy that owns the shop. He's a Finnish carpenter. Um, okay. and he owns the shop and he put a spray booth in. Um, nice. that's just, yeah. So it's, it's going really well. Like he's, he's brought in a lot of work. I, I do a lot of finishing for him. Um, that's and great. then we have our own, our own customers. Um, for me, it's scheduling, um, and finding more. Um, I'm trying to find, uh, employees, but it's, it's, that's hard for me too. Um, but I, I keep grinding and keep trying, but that's tough for me. That's a big issue for a lot of people, man. And it's like, uh, you know, I think it's the expectations. I think even if you were just a normal painting contractor, it's it would be quote unquote hard. Um, you being a refinishing contractor times it by 10, right? Yeah. I mean, because yeah. uh, the level, level of detail, care, concern uh, just skyrockets. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Is it just you doing the work by yourself? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it gets really tough because I feel like I'm like, I've got so many different hats. Like it's like, you know, I'm an estimator. I'm an, I do the invoicing, estimator, um, billing, invoicing, yeah. <laughs> orders, customer service. It's a tough yeah, life. Doing man. the work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So have you ever owned a business before? Yeah. So I did. Um, I, I had another painting business and um, honestly it went, it went belly up. Like it went, it went really bad. Um, and I ended up doing a, what's called a why proposal. Did it go, why did it go uh, belly up? <clears throat> I just got, it got cash flow was always an issue. I did commercial with it, and I think that that's where um, I kind of faulted. You have to there wait because, a long time for the payment. Yeah, 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 and, and, and it was just hard. Did you did you have employees in this business? Uh, we used subs. Okay. We used subs, and they it was constantly like chasing them to get the work finished. So you're or burned. they were chasing me. So you already have wounds from subcontractors, so you won't go that route again, right? No, I definitely don't want to do that. Especially again. in refinishing, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. So have what, have you ever managed before that, or was that your first business in uh, in? That was my first business. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so so what I what I'm looking at is just an individual who just doesn't have the experience hiring people. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to, right? Was that fair? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, typically I would kind of come at you in a way that is more so like, all right, well, you got to get systems in place. And it's like, you know, I want to kind of just ask you, I mean, 
when you look at hiring, you know, if, as a whole, what are some of the, the, the fears or worries you have and what are some of the uncertainties? So maybe I can give you a more tailored uh, um, approach. I guess finding the right people. Oh, right there. That's it. I don't <laughs> need to go further. That's not, doesn't exist. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't exist. It's not going to happen. You know, finding the right people is uh, sending expectations way too high. I think um, off the bat going into that, you're already going into it with a big barrier up. In other words, like, it's almost like you're a wounded individual in terms of like a a, 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 a romantic relationship and you're not giving anyone a chance because mm -hmm. the thing is I've noticed this from just my own experience. Naturally, I didn't find the right people. I created the right people. Um, and that's much easier. <laughs> you know, it's much easier. I mean, there's, listen, there's a certain threshold, right? You got to have someone that's respectful that you could tell is hardworking and diligent, but man, you have to look at your business like it's a garden and it's a place for people to grow into their best self. Here's, here's an example. If somebody is leaving a place of business and maybe they aren't happy where they work or maybe it's a place that doesn't bring out their full potential and they're kind of just neutralized there, you have to understand that they're coming to you at a low state, right? A low frequency because that's what they're used to. And I think the goal of your, your business is to create a place where you can take raw potential character and allow that character to grow, man. And, and I think like, if you expect people to do what you do, that's, that's going to be a fail too. And that's, you got to be careful because you're a one man army, man. So like for you, the idea of bringing someone on is that they're going to slow you down. And if they do that, Obviously, that won't work out. So the default is to say, well, I need someone with the same level of skill because I need them to replace me. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So both of those are going to land you in, in a pile of where you are now. And that's what's happening. So you're in this paralysis state, it seems like. How long have you been doing this? Um, well, painting and finishing my No, I want to know this refinishing business that you started. Uh, two years, two years. So you've been on your own mostly for two years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So hiring is the is is your ticket to freedom. But if it were that easy, then it, you know wouldn't really be a <laughs> ticket to freedom. So when it yeah. comes to hiring, man, like tell me, you know, aside from them being the right person, what skill sets are you looking for? Um, I guess somebody that can just listen, really, right? Because I mean, I'm gonna have to. I'm realizing now that hiring the guys that know-it-all isn't the right route i think i'm gonna have to bring somebody in that you know doesn't even know the right side of a paintbrush to hold and i think i'm gonna have to kind of shape them into yeah. something that would work for me and you for them what, too right you know what that would do for you <laughs> is it would hold you to a standard that you're not being held to right now and that's not that's normal you know you can get away with things now that you won't be able to get away with when you have someone looking at you in a way that they're going to mimic what you do. Right. It's like a kid, right? you know, <laughs> um, which is a good thing. That's a, that's a, that's a hedge against ourselves in a way. Second thing is, is imagine how much workload will be taken off your shoulders. Even if you just have someone sanding, right? Like, even if you just have someone prepping, Hey man, you know what? Finish prepping this. I got to run to do an estimate I'll catch up with you in a couple hours, check on you. Right. 
Dude, that is business right there. You're not experiencing it and you haven't ever really experienced it. If you didn't have any employees at your last business and you went belly up and then this business, you got to be careful because some of the same habits that are your defaults may creep into this business. And maybe you're even thinking, will this business go belly up too? You know, has that been a fear? Yeah, because oh, yeah. That, that happened to you. So it's not like it's like, you know, this far out idea, right? So. Right. Radical change in, in your mindset is the key. Radical change. Not only radical change, I believe that it's massive action. Like I'm talking uncomfortable action. Let me ask you this. What is your goal in business? I mean, when you started this business, what was your ambition? Um, to be kind of self-sufficient and have it run itself. Okay. Um, and to... Go deeper. Uh, have some more freedom, I think. For what? Um, to be able to do stuff that i love to do like travel and go to mexico i've got lots of friends that live in mexico i'm i've learned the language and i kind of want to be able to let it run itself or i can go sure. and do that and um you know i love golfing and doing all that stuff too and independent stuff and what else i just want just want to have i want to make some more money i do i want to be able to afford a, a house for us and you know and for my kid and uh, and so we can we can kind of get I that heard way. It. I heard it. I heard I was waiting for it. Everything you set up <laughs> until my kid was all about you. And the thing is, yeah. is that you need to rearrange your ambitions, although I know deep down inside, most of it's about your child. But you have to understand that this is an uncomfortable stage for you, Rich. I mean, going into this hiring thing, it's going to require you to stop what you're doing, even though you're already as busy as you've ever been in your life. And you have to go out on a limb and try to find help, which in itself is risky. First of all, understand that this is a risky move, regardless of if you don't do it or you do do it. If you don't do it, you're risking failure. If you do do it, you're risking a bad employee that just tarnishes your reputation, right? Isn't that the, isn't that the worst, absolute worst scenario? Everything you set up into that point, I want to go travel. I want to do this. I want to create this. I want to create this. That is not strong enough to pull you to do uncomfortable things in business. It's not. You need to rearrange your ambitions because when we rearrange our ambitions, that's like a, that's like a flight being rearranged at, at the start of the flight, right? We have to understand our trajectory. You got to understand where you're going in order to be pulled there because everything up until this point, you've done for your own self and your own comfort zone and it's gotten you to this point. Now, that's un now understand this, brother. You got to get uncomfortable. And when I say that, I just mean that the best thing I've done is I've looked at things outside of my own personal goals and ambitions and utilized those things to push me because you're comfortable right now. You'd be happy right now if this is all you did for the rest of your life. And you and I both mm -hmm. know that you make good money. You're on your own time. That's, that's the, that's the, the norm. But then again, you sit down sometimes you're like, man, I'm overloaded. I can't handle this. Right. So it's like, ambitions need to be the first thing, man, your why, right? But the why has to be more than just your, your own, again, even though it's your kid and getting a better life for your, ch for your child, that was enough to help you start a business, right? Mm -hmm. That's what pushed you to do this again, right? Yeah. How sure. are you going to create a better business? Even though right now you've already achieved your goal, you have a decent life right now. It's what is your motivation for the people that come into your business? You've got to make that a factor in your life. You've got to think, man, how am I going to make this business a place where I can bring someone in here and it's going to change their life like, like it changed mine? Because that's going to force you rich. I'll be honest with you, man. You might think this is hoopla, but this is really no. how it's done. If this is hitting you, I'm, I'm being honest. You've yeah. got to look at your business and say, first of all, ideally, 
if I brought someone in, what do I want to do? Do I want them to come in and not have any uh, ambition or motivation of what their future endeavors are? Do I just want them to be an asset to where they just produce a result? Or do I want to help them grow? Because you are in a good position as a human. You own a business. You understand sales and marketing. You have a gift. And the thing is, there's a lot of people out there that don't have that ambition, that luxury. Maybe they're scraping every month. Maybe they hate where they work and they need an opportunity. And it's like, you have to have that much awareness as as a business owner to understand that everything in your business needs to be butter tight, prepared for someone to come in and be safe there and grow. Because what's going to happen is magical. It's actually kind of weird is that when people feel as though that they can grow in your business and they have a safe place to be themselves and exercise their creativity, they grow your business for you. So ultimately what happens is, is that all those ambitions that you outlined for me in the beginning of when I asked you this, those will automatically happen. If you allow your business to be a place that benefits others, the people that come in, this is just building the foundation of when you hire, now you know what you're looking for rather than I just want the right fit. Right fit doesn't exist. Don't ever look for the right fit. Don't ever look for a replacement. You need to look for individuals that want to grow and want to learn what you mastered. And then you need to teach it in bite-sized chunks and you need to manage it in bite-sized chunks until somebody learns the system as, as well as you do, which may take six to nine months to the point where they can produce one job without you. This is a long-term game. You know, you got to be prepared for that. So it's not as tangible as, as it may seem hiring, because if it was, then it'd be, hey, go put out ads and go hire. That doesn't exist. But there is a system involved. Let's talk about it. In terms of hiring, you know, let's talk about first, do you want employees? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I you definitely want don't want to go the sub route again. Have you allocated a certain amount of money per hour that you're willing to pay this next role? Uh, I'm thinking around 17 bucks an hour for a startup. Okay. $17 an hour to start. And in terms of this person's role, Let's say, for example, you have them come in and learn. Is it cabinet refinishing? Is that what you focus yeah. on? Okay. They learn cabinet refinishing. When you refinish cabinets, essentially you're doing it by yourself. So this helper role needs to be strategically outlined from start to finish. And that requires you taking some time, man. Write down what it is that this person's going to be doing. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you got hired by a company and you had absolutely no clue what your roles and responsibilities were. I probably leave. You probably leave. So to be honest, that's not looking out for that person's best interest because our goal as leaders is to provide a roadmap. In other words, essentially the goal is, especially in cabinet refinishing, because there's a certain level of mastery, right? That once you hit, then you could do a whole kitchen by yourself and then you get that guy a helper. So essentially you're acting in the role of this master refinisher that has mastered all aspects of prepping, sanding, applying, sanding again, applying, not only that, customer service, all this, you've mastered that. But again, but now you have to create the same system, but with a, with a helper. And the goal is, is to help that, uh, that helper understand that one day, if he follows your instruction, he's going to get to the mastery level, whatever that is. And you can create something really special if you hone in on that process. I mean, but again, it starts with outlining what the roles are, outlining what the responsibilities are. 
You right. know, you can't get someone to apply for something. They don't know what the, the thing is. You can't just put out an ad and say, I'm looking for help for a cabinet refinishing business. You know, yeah. the right employee wants to know what the heck they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have you put out yeah. ads before? Um, just on Indeed. Um, and what did those ads say? Can you just give me an example? I'm just looking for, I think I said looking for a decent human. Um, doesn't necessarily need to know the trade. Okay. Um, somebody that's hardworking can get to the job sites because like obviously we'll do on-site work right. and bring doors to the shop. Right. Um, okay. So we, we got do you, do, I want you to understand this concept as well because this is going to help you, Rich. Hiring and marketing are the same thing. When you market, you're trying to get customers to buy from you. When you're hiring, you're trying to get humans to apply to your company. That's it. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to marketing, if you just put out a dull ad that said, hey, we're looking for houses to paint. Uh, we're pretty good at it. We like, uh, you know, we like to come with a smile and, you know, we're just really looking for good homeowners to uh, get the job done, you know? So in other words, when we market, it's like, Hey, homeowners, this is rich with, you know, my painting company. I just want to let you know, we're offering, you know, this, 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 and this, if you, if you click the, the, the message button right now, you know, we'll get you a quote within 24 hours. You know, it's exciting. It's encouraging. It, it makes people move. You understand? So, you know, there, there, there's a lot, um, there's a lot there when it comes to motivating, um, you know, on the, on the marketing side, but when it comes to the employee side, it's the same thing, man. Like there's gotta be a certain level of enthusiasm conveyed through that channel that gets people to want to apply because again, that might require a, a huge shift in how you are naturally. I'm not saying you need to change who you are, but understand that usually when someone starts a job, um, it's a pretty exciting endeavor, you know? Um, so, you know, we really want to make sure that you're zeroing in on that. Like, think about what it would be like for you, you know, things usually like imagine I worked in a corporate job. And one thing I liked about corporate was that like, dude, everything was laid out for me. It's almost like when you get a corporate job, you're like, all right, you know, at least they got everything under control, right? There's like a process. In other words, like, all right, background check. And then they set me up with the payroll system. I enter in my bank account details. And then they're like, all right, well, your, your initiation training is, you know, this week, and this is what we're going to cover. It's like a week's worth of like, you know, things that we're going to do. This is what you can expect after the training. This is what your pay is going to be. After the training, you're in a two-month incubator period, and you're going to learn this, 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 and this. And then after three months, you should be able to do this. And it's like, that is inspiring, man, because it's like, all right, you know, like these steps are laid out for me. And in the trades, man, you don't get much of that. Essentially, it's like, all right, can you start tomorrow? Mm -hmm. So what are you really trying to attract? And it might require sitting down and being nerdy about this stuff and just hammering it out and really thinking it through. And then- mm -hmm building out the right ad that says we are an on fire cabinet refinishing company that produces high end work for the high end customers. We're looking for an outstanding individual that isn't happy where they're currently working and wants to advance and learn the art of cabinet refinishing. If you have these qualifications, please feel free to apply. We have a three-step hiring process starts off with a phone interview, in-person interview, and then a working interview. If you make it through all three stages, you'll be offered full-time employment. You know, I mean, just like that, man, like just something that encourages people and gets them stirred up, gets them to move. Yeah. It you sounds know. fun. Yeah. It is fun. It's marketing. You yeah. Know? 
Yeah. Marketing's fun. Marketing is it's the same thing, man. It's like get people excited to want to work with you. There's 150 painting companies probably within 10 miles of me. You know, I get a hundred applications every time. And I notice the difference. If I don't put any enthusiasm in my ads, hardly any. But if I put enthusiasm in my ads, just like I just told you, they get flooded, man. It's insane yeah. how how it how it happens. But it's the same thing with marketing. If you have boring marketing, you're gonna get boring results. People are becoming numb in the way that they scroll in the way that they see things it's numb so you've right. got to stand out okay makes sense any questions anything that you were wanting to hit on that maybe we missed um no i think that's great so far no it's been it's good yeah good so um so there's you know there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of different variables here I just want to make sure that we're, you know, on the same page in terms of just understanding the process, you know, um, of, of, of the hiring and kind of what you're going to do to go into it. I'm happy to give you my hiring course. Um, and that'll kind of give you a framework that you might like, okay, cool. um, you know, so if you're interested in that, man, I'll send that over to you. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. Tom. Awesome. Well, join me back again, man. If you make some progress on the hiring side, I think that's a good place no, to start, sure. man. Just go all in on it. Understand that, you know, I think you built something pretty cool. Other people think so too. Just make sure you have something laid out for them for when they get there. Cool. All I right. love your energy. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, man. Get after it. See you, Rich. Right on. See you. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition this episode to a testimonial. That's right. So uh, one of our awesome Drip Jobs users was kind enough to do a short testimonial for us. I asked him some questions that I'm sure a lot of us have about what Drip Jobs is. Is it valuable? So if you would like to sit and listen to this, I'd appreciate it. You can sit, hang around, and hear what one of our very happy clients has to say about Drip Jobs for his business. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm here with Holly uh, Barlow. Um, she is a drip jobs, what we call pro user, just killing it. And, uh, she agreed to come on here and just share a little bit about how you're using it. We love to get more female entrepreneurs, um, you know, in the painting space, utilizing it. So, you know, maybe this will resonate with them, which we're excited about. So tell me a little bit about how, uh, drip jobs is, as is working for you right now in your business. How's it helping you? Um, I am, I am loving it because, one thing that I've learned um, through using this is follow-up is key because it's something that I'm so busy and like overwhelmed with estimates and things um, that this does it for me. And so then all of a sudden I'm getting replies that I forgot that Drip Jobs asked for me. And I was like, oh, look at that. And so it's just, it's really helpful because I know it's gotta be frustrating trying to get a hold of a contractor right now, any contractor and um, to feel ghosted is never yeah. what anybody wants to feel. And so that's really helpful. And actually even asking the question, if I didn't get the bid, um, I'm not right. one to ask why, Right. but it asks for me. So I can't even chicken out. <laughs> and I am, I'm actually getting good feedback um, from the, from the, well, potential clients that I missed sure. or, you know, so yeah, I'm, I'm really appreciating the, the communication it helps me to have. Sure. Yeah. What were you doing before? What, what software were you using before? Nothing. Well, nothing. I would use Square to send out estimates. Yeah. 
uh, and then just text messaging. And then my phone would just be blowing up all the time. Gotcha. So this is like opened up a portal of like organization, communication, easy to use. Would you say easy to adopt? Yes, it took, it took some time to figure out how to twerk to, to make it my own, like words, a few of those things. Sure. But once you get it figured out, yeah, it's just all automatic and it's, I love it. Yeah. I love it. How do you like the uh, proposal builder? We have a new option feature. I don't know if you've seen that, but that's something we're excited about. Are you, um, you know, are you, is it easy to build proposals pretty much? Yes. That being able to have all the details filled in and not having to type it out every time. <laughs> is, that's <laughs> cool right there. I love it. And then um, the booking link. So that's another really big piece. Do you send people that link whenever they call you or how, do, how have you been doing that, getting them into the system? That, yes, that's right on my website, which you helped me connect. Yeah. Which I like. And so honestly, I don't even, my voicemail sends them to my website yep. and my website sends them to this link. And, Boom. So, and then you just get an email that says, hey, you have a new request. Yep. Can't beat it. Yeah. Listen, there's one more question I always ask with these. We try to keep them short, sweet, and to the point. Um, if there was uh, someone out there on the fence, you know, and they were in your shoes, I know that it took you a little while to kind of give me a shot um, when we first started. I know you were excited about it. Um, you know, what would you say to somebody that's on the fence about this in terms of like wanting to, you know, elevate their business, their professionalism, their organization? What would you, what, what advice would you give them? Um, I would say it's great because one for one i've received jobs just from the follow-up even after i thought i kind of lost them but then wow. this follows up and they're like actually okay so so i made money back already and then also <laughs> figured out budget wise how much i was paying someone to go through all my emails uh, with my estimator and this just streamlines everything and they can even log in um and see all the pending estimates and all that and skip a Love step that. and yeah. Love that. Holly, I always uh, appreciate chatting with you. Thank you for your help in the group too. You're awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, best of luck on your continued journey and, and keep rocking and rolling. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much.